Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namowski. Welcome to another preseason pod going a lightning round super coach talk today. Today, looking at one player from each team who we're talking from a draft perspective or one of your reserves in classic, one player who is either an injury away, a selection shakeup away, who what you might want to just keep tabs on during this offseason, see what storylines are coming in because there's a quite a few players as we're going through the preview pods and getting them set up to get released and recorded. There's quite a few players in each team's reserve list that really does intrigue me. So let's just go. We'll go one in each team really quickly, and then we'll do some later pods to break it down even further. Let's start with the Newcastle Knights. The player I'm going to highlight is Bailey Hodgson. Obviously, a young man coming in, fullback. All the talk about Kalen Pong potentially moving into the number six jersey, who would then go into fullback, whether that would be Dan Gagai potentially, uh, you know, Anari Tawala, I don't think so. I think Bailey Hodgson would be the guy if they don't sign anyone else. And he is someone who you could really look at potentially. Um, now, looking at it, he has the chance potentially to get a duel. Uh, it could be in the centers as well. So definitely one to look out for there. Um, Newcastle Knights, Bailey Hodgson. Let's go to the Titans next. Titans are pretty well set up in their 1-17. to There's a couple of guys I'm looking at here, but if I had to pick one, it would probably be Chris Randall. I do think Sam Verrills will get the nine jersey. You got Tanner Boyd, who will probably be on the bench. So Chris Randall's going to be one of the guys we saw what he did in Newcastle, one of those guys that can plug and play. So he is someone that I am definitely looking at. Um, you know, if you're looking for more of a cheaper alternative, potentially Paul Turner, I just don't see how he cracks into this side, especially with Kieran Four and then now. So I think the Tigers is one of those teams that it's pretty set on who they're going to be in that team. Uh, but if you have one, probably go Chris Randall there. Let's go to the Dolphins. Pretty easy one for me here, Robert Jennings. Uh, right now, I don't have him as a starting player. I've got Asako and Edric on the wings, but we have seen Robert Jennings in the past be a noted try scorer. If he does get in there, I think he will be able to hold that spot potentially. A lot of people will pick Katoa. Um, if you think Milford and Sean O'Sullivan will be in the halves there, you've got Nick Arima there as well. So there is a lot of mouths to feed there. I think outside back is pretty dry. The only two guys I can see fighting is Gildart or Jennings, and I think Jennings would be the man there. Let's go to the Tigers. Again, similarly, there's quite a few outside backs in the Tigers, so I don't really want to be touching that. Uh, in terms of the forwards, they're pretty set now, especially if they've got their guys coming in, Papali'i, uh, if Twal can come back. Look, I'm going to go an outside back here, even though I don't really like it. I like Tommy Talao. Uh, a lot of stories, obviously, he hasn't been on the field nearly in two years now. ACL tear. I think this is the one. You look at the centers. Stafford's got one of those locked down. It's then going to be between either Charlie Staines, Kapoa, Naden. Um, so look, there's quite a few mouths to feed. Again, similar to the Tides, I don't like any players really that I want to like stick my name to, but Tommy Talao, he's fit. Uh, we have seen him play first grade before. He could be a weapon there. Let's go to the Dragons. Uh, this one's a bit more tougher to pick because, again, each team we've kind of spoken about so far, either the backs or the forwards, been pretty good. But this one here... They get, again, pretty well set, but I am going to go Jacob Little. I think there's a chance for him here. I think Jaden Sullivan will start in the number nine jersey. I think Embiid will be on the bench, but I could see Jacob Little getting a run, especially if Sullivan falls out of favor or Embiid is not there. So Jacob Little is definitely one I'm looking for. Um, from probably more of a draft perspective, he could be on that early waiver wire, but again, could be one of the guys you just pick up as the last pick in the draft if you had a long bench. Let's go to the Warriors. Pretty easy one here for me. It's going to have to be Adam Pompey. Uh, I think their back line is pretty set right now. He does not make the cut, but whenever he does play, 
He does play well and can score tries. So I think Adam Pompey, if you're looking for a half, you know, a lot of people will be saying Luke Metcalf this year, but I think you got Ronaldo Volkman, who is very highly touted, who will be behind Tamari Martin and Sean Johnson. So I don't really like Metcalf because I think there is another man in front of him. Um, but again, I think that is a pretty well set up team there. Let's go to Manly. Um, now you could say whoever's going to be the loser of the wingers. So you've obviously got three wingers, uh, Tupolotu, Garrick and Saab. So whichever one don't get the pick, I think would be a pretty handy one to stash. Uh, but I will go Cooper Johns because really if Josh Schuster does not work, there is no plan B here. So I think Cooper Johns is going to get game time. He's going to get minutes. He will start out very cheap. Uh, he's one I'm definitely looking out for. I think Josh Huster is going to have to be in like 50% of squads just because he is so cheap. He's going to get the run. He's going to have a really extended leeway here. I think even if he has a bad first month, he will be in that team because, again, you've got Cooper Johns only there. I don't see them moving straight to him. So I think Cooper Johns is a good option there. To the Rabbits, the reason I really made this list, Blake Taff, he is for me... He could walk into about four or five different squads right now and walk into their starting 17. Uh, 17. Uh, but right now, obviously, Latrell Mitchell is the one, Cody Walker and Ilias in the halves, and they're probably going to have uh, Harvili as the hooking option behind. So to me, Blake Tuff is one of those guys, whenever he plays, he does play well. Doesn't always translate to super coach, but has got a big score in him and can obviously goal kick there. So Blake Tuff, if I didn't have a Blake Tuff there, there's a couple of options here, Thompson, Cartwright, um, probably Marzoulis. Uh, they want to try and rest Cookie, but again, Blake Tuff is the man for the Rabbits. Going to the Bulldogs, one of the most fascinating sides for me in this 2023 season. Can't wait to do their uh, season preview pod. That's going to be a lot of fun. I've got a lot of different um, thoughts and ideas. For me, it's one of their new guys coming in. It's Hayes Perham. Obviously came in from Parramatta, had a couple of moments in a para jersey, but I think there's a real opportunity here for him. I think there is a center spot open. Right now, I have got Declan Casey getting that spot, uh, but you've obviously got uh, quite a few guys, Ockenball, Perham, uh, Batolo. So there's quite a few options there. I do think Hayes Perham is one of those guys that can just come in and make an impact. You look at this 1-7 to seven for the Bulldogs. They are building quite a you know, game-breaker option team. So I do like that. So Hayes could be another option in that. Let's go to the Eels. Always typically be one of these teams, 1 to 17, you know what you're getting, at least 1 to 13. This year, there's a bit of intrigue. So definitely think there's some chances here for some players to go. To me, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Hayes Dunster. Um, you know, right now, Bailey Simonson is the winger uh, who's going to probably get that start with. A lot of people obviously thinking of Sean Russell because he scored those three tries on his debut last year. But to me, Hayes before the season got injured in the trials, didn't get to play. He was going to be the guy on that wing. He's, you know, in all the advertisements for the New Jerseys, to me, they want him to succeed. I have no doubt in my mind that they want him to succeed and be the player that he can be. So I think Hayes Perham has a real chance, especially if Thompson isn't ready or gets beaten out in preseason. I think he would be a nice one on that wing. So he's definitely one I'll be looking at and potentially putting in a sneaky reserve for. Going over to the Storm, could go in a couple of different options here. Quite a few forwards. Um, I think, you know, your Lieras and McDonald's are already going to be on the bench. So let's look, try and look a little bit deeper. And, you know, Jack Howarth is going to be one that I think a lot of people are going to have um, somewhere in their roster. He's got the jewel, obviously, and bottom dollar. I'm going to go Aaron Penne. 
He's a guy that obviously left the system, came back now. There is an option there for him. Welch is going to be obviously underdone, hadn't played since all of last year. Kamo Kamika and Nass, you got Josh King there. I think Penne can come in and be one of those destructive forwards off the bench and jag a couple of tries here and there. So Aaron Penne, definitely one. If an opening minutes opens up for him, he can get a good 45 minutes. You're looking at a very good base player there. The Roosters. Again, one of these teams that you kind of know what you're getting with the Roosters. Uh, I think Billy Smith is going to get that opening center spot. Momorowski is going to be the other name there. I've got two names here that I can't really decide between. So Jackson Polo, I think, is definitely one. Uh, I think there was a real option to, you know, when they did sign him, there was a there was a plan behind it. Obviously, Corey Allen signing recently. A lot of people are going to think that Corey Allen is now an option. I think Jackson Polo is ahead of him on the depth chart there. And if Billy Smith does get injured, which unfortunately for Billy, it seems like it's uh, inevitability these days, I think Jackson could step in there and do a really, really good job in this Roosters back line. And the other name is Jake Turpin. Uh, so Cheese is obviously in there as a number nine. You've got Drew Hutchinson, who I think will be on the bench. Connor Watson will be on the bench. There's quite a few names before him, but if they do want to have a specialist hooker in there that can play big minutes, I think Jake Turpin. Um, you saw he did on the Broncos, had moments, had flashes. I think this is the time where he could really get unlocked. Let's go to the Raiders. For me, Canberra's are really, really intriguing. So probably my most intriguing side heading into the season. For me, it's got to be their dearth of outside backs. Sorry, they're, they're very lush in the outside backs. There's no dearth. Don't be mistaken there. You've got Hopper Wadi, Smith Shields, Schiller, Croker, Valame, all waiting, chomping at the bit. If I had to pick one of them, it's going to be James Schiller. You saw he has had a couple of moments last year. I think... You know, you've obviously got Kotrick, uh, Tomoko, Chris, and Rapana in there already, so they're pretty set. So it's going to take an injury or two or, you know, representative duties, but I think Schiller's got one of those games where he could potentially sneak his way onto the bench, get some minutes, and then all of a sudden he could be in that starting side. So I think Schiller is one to look out for there. Let's go to Brisbane. Brisbane's one of these teams, a lot of people are picking them for a big, big season. They're going to have, need to have some good depth, and I think they got a really good backup number seven now in Jock Madden. I think Jock Madden is going to be one of these guys now where if A-Ray is gone for a couple of games, um, you feel pretty confident him and Mam would be a nice pairing. So I think Jock Madden is definitely one I am looking for. Um, you know, there's going to be weeks where Aaron Reynolds is going to need the week off or he takes a little knock here and there. Ezra's going to be obviously the lead playmaker. He's pretty highly priced as coming in. I think he'll be highly rated in draft as well. But Jock is one of those guys you're going to have to really look out for because I think there's a chance that he could really be uh, a weapon. And obviously, Tessie knew if he's on this Bronco side, he's not going to be that Reese Walsh for the number one. He's not getting anywhere in that two to five, and I don't think he makes the bench. So he's in the reserves. If you could stash him in your draft, uh, a very nice option if an injury does pop up. A couple more teams here. Let's go to the Sharks. So for the Sharkies, again, one of these teams, they're well-established now. They're in the top two. They're going to be really good. To me, it's got to be one of either Dykes or Miller. I'm probably going to go K Dykes. Um, as much as I like Lockie Miller and the performances he put in last year, K Dykes just has that aura about him where I think every time he touches the ball, something's going to happen. I think Will Kennedy, you know, a lot of people are going to think, of course, he's locked in and, you know, he may be highly rated this year in draft, but I'm not going to be too surprised if we get to a stage where if Will Kennedy's not really performing, they're going to really pull the trigger on Kate Docks because he's one of the, going to be one of these guys in a couple of seasons. If he doesn't get enough minutes, he will move to another club and be their starting fullback. So I think Kate Dykes for me, definitely in draft, even on a four-man bench, I wouldn't mind stashing because I think there is a chance this Sharks team could be a top two side this season. And if Will Kenny doesn't perform or does get injured, I think Dykes will jump ahead of Miller 
and I think he will be able to be really, really potent there. Let's go to the Cowboys. So for the Cowboys, they are really, really set. Now, they are turning to me into the Parramatta team where a lot of players were, you know, you, you knew who you want to be starting with there. I think now with the Cowboys, they've got there as well. For me, there's not really too many in the reserves. This is probably the one team for the reserves that I would really like to uh, look at here. So if I had to pick one, again, there's really not much. I'll probably... Yeah, again, this is probably the team out of all the teams in the comp where I just don't really feel confident on anything here because, you know, their hooking option, they've got backup hooking in the 17. In the halves, there's not really anyone, and even in the reserves, you know, you could say a Ben Hampton. Let's just go Ben Hampton. You know, if anything does happen to Deedon or Townsend, potentially they need to swing one of those into the halves, Ben Hampton. But again, I don't think there's anyone in these, you know, 18 to 26 where you would put them in your reserves even bottom price. I don't think there's any way that anyone cracks this side um, that's going to make anything of note there. And lastly, the Panthers. So with the Panthers, you know, they've got their starting side. They've lost a couple of plays this year, so the death will be tested. I think guys like Luke and Sorensen, Hoskins will make the bench, so I'm not going to include any of those guys. Look, the one guy that they brought in on a swap deal, I don't think how I don't see how he makes the starting 17, but he will play a part in the season is Tyron Peachy. Um, and I know people who played super coach have been burned by Tyrone Peachy. Um, you know, if you draft him too high or brought him in and thought, you know, he can make a bit of cash. There's a reason they brought him in. You don't just get rid of someone like Charlie Staines, even though if he wasn't in their, um, in their long-term plans, he's been jumped by a couple of players. That's still an asset that you could have sought for someone else. So the fact that they brought in Tyrone Peachy is obviously a thought there. Now he could make the bench and I could look a bit silly here, but I think he will start outside of the 17 from round one but he will break his way in at some stage and he could be an option for you. So that's it today. Again, I just wanted to kind of look through, I was when I was doing the season previews, I looked at Blake Taff and as I was going through some of the other teams, I'm like, he should be starting somewhere. And there's a couple of these guys that could uh, potentially be a very nice, like I said, late draft pick, early waiver pickup, or someone in your reserves, in your classic side that will come in eventually and make some cash for you. So that's it for that. We might do a, the opposite of that and look at some overpriced guys coming up a bit later. But that will be it for today. Thank you for listening, guys. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.